Welcome to the After Party Hangover. I'm your host, Mangria Fueled, and this is a show that talks about a show that talks about a show. Welcome to episode 40. Now, every 10 episodes, I like to try and do something a little different, maybe a new logo, maybe a new theme song. Well, this time, it's going to be a new format. Now, we are going to try the tripod sessions. And in the tripod sessions of the After Party Hangover, I will have with me two of the After Party Hangover favorites. The second leg of this tripod, the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of APPW. He's done with the fuck shit and the absolute fuckery of it all. Julius underscore Caesar. As well... As the final leg of the tripod, he is the leader of Gavidi Adadat. He's young. He's Jewy. He has his own podcast as well. He is the greatest Bretsky 99. What is going on, guys? Wow, what an introduction. Yeah, I'm just chilling. Just hanging out. You guys ready to... I'm watching, I'm watching Frank Thomas try to sell me eugenics right now. <laughs> that old fuck. Oh, man. Well, we got a ton of shit to get to, but let's get the incredibly depressing stuff out of the way first. Uh, rest in peace, Shad Gaspard. Uh, since the last time we talked, a lot of stuff happened. And recently, I believe it was Sunday, Shad and his uh, son and a group of people were swimming out in the ocean down there and uh, Riptide pulled him away or something. And uh, first uh, first responders showed up and Shad told them to save his kid first. And they did. But unfortunately, Shad got pulled under and they eventually found his body um, on Wednesday morning on Venice Beach. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, what are your favorite memories of Shad back in the day in WWE or otherwise? Uh, crime time was always uh, hilarious. Uh, I can't really think of a match that stood out, um, but I, I know they were they were you know uh, Shad and JTG you know one quick, one powerful. They always seemed comfortable on the mic and talking trash and stealing stuff. Um, though I mean I like those guys. They were entertainment for what they were when they were out. Uh, that's pretty much all I remember from. And then you know random things you see here and there online. Brett. Yeah, I mean, I missed really the crime time era, so I never, I don't really have any specific memories of matches. Like, I, I, I don't, I haven't really sought any crime time matches to watch back. I mean, I might now, but um, really, like, all I, I guess, remember is like, I've seen a lot, um, the clips like of backstage segments of like them helping Cena destroy uh, JBL's limo. I think it was. And also, like, them backstage with DX where Shawn Michaels tried to talk uh, gangster to them, something like that, or Triple H, and they're like, oh, what the hell is this guy doing? Uh, like, other than that, like, you know, everything I've heard about them is, is like, they're great people, great guys, um, and it's kind of, you know, it's just a shame. Well, um, uh, my memory of Shad, I have a couple. Is, is Shad the, uh, the crime time the reason – why Vince McMahon dropped the N word on SmackDown? No, no, oh, no. That was Booker T. No, no, I'm saying, was it sure? Booker T? 
No, that was John Cena. Oh, John Cena. John Cena and Booker T was there because Booker T said, tell me he didn't just say that. Okay. It was Booker T. But no, that was when uh, John Cena had the belt, maybe? Or it was when John Cena went face. So he might have had the belt. And then I remember Vince coming up and he's like, <laughs> John Cena, <laughs> what's good in the hood? He's like, what's going on? My nigga. <laughs> and then Cena kind of just had this look on his face and, and Booker T was like, tell me he did not just say that. Oh my God. The shit that that awesome man has gotten away with. That, that definitely wasn't a scripted thing, by the way. That was definitely just like some guy had a camera <laughs> during the right door backstage. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what Vince talks everyday life. He's just like, hey, I see John Cena. I'm going to talk black because he raps and he's got a jersey on. What's good in the hood? Oh, man. Our truth is probably getting all kinds of bullshit in his ear right now. Probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. Well, I know for sure Shad uh, was the one to turn heel on JTG, and they attempted a singles run with Shad that did not turn out well, but it was kind of hard to imagine him as a heel because he was trying to be all intimidating and badass, which he did look it, but there was just something about him that did not seem heel I'm sorry to say that he did not last in the WWE very long, four years. But they were always entertaining on the screen. And according to all the the friends, I, I heard Matt Morgan on his podcast talking about how he was just the best person on earth. And they were like brothers. And yeah. it was hard. It was just, this, this, you know, as this year goes on, it just keeps getting worse and worse. But rest in peace, Chad. Um Shout out to Shad and his family. Uh, I believe Zanka posted a, a link where you can buy a shirt in memory of Shad and the proceeds yeah. go to his family. So I'll probably pick one up if they have triple, triple, double, double, X, 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 L. Make a pounder size. Hell yeah. I asked Zanka the same question, by the way. I asked him if he had any memories I could share with you guys. And he, he sent me this. Zanka said, he he shot me a message a while back about a meme I made that was probably rated R. And he wrote something to the effect of, you're wrong for this. You funny as hell, but you wrong for this. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he just seems like a really... He just seemed like a really chill, you know, down to earth, funny, nice guy, and it's it's a real it's a real shame. Like I didn't even realize how young he was until I saw the um like the official like poster thing that WWE had where it was like eighty one to twenty twenty, and I was like, holy shit! Like I knew he was young, but I didn't realize like it wasn't even forty yet. Like yeah, he was gone crazy. way too soon. Speaking of gone way too soon, Dark Side of the Rings season finale was about Owen Hart and his death in the infamous Over the Edge pay-per-view in 1999. Guys, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I know Bretsky has a couple controversial views on this. Who wants to go first? I mean, I mean, it depends, man. You want the you want the controversy first and we can discuss it or you just want to talk about it first? Okay, I've been dying to know what Bretsky has to say cuz <laughs> I have something to say too, but go for it, Brett. Okay. So you, uh, you guys can yeah, yeah. hear me, right? Okay, I just want to make sure because I got to go into my notes app. Um, so I have really, like, I have two, like, the, the, in terms of controversial thoughts, I really have two main takeaways from it. So I'm just going to read those, like, word for word pretty much. Um, 
and I know that people like Sam, like I saw his post about it, um, are going to be very upset at me. Um, but you know, this is just my opinion. Um, and I, it's probably because I'm a business student. So like, I, I look at a lot of things from like a business aspect over like a morality aspect in a way if you understand hold on a mean. second uh Bretsky's so... thoughts and views do are not the views of the after party <laughs> don't be no bitch mangria don't be no bitch uh, be a tripod <laughs> don't be no bitch i'm just fucking with you yeah well you, you guys are going down with me <laughs> i already wrote my name down i'm co-signing like so... shit <laughs> i'll go for a Brett. sorry about that so, so it's just it's, it's probably no all good it's probably just the way i look at things um but so I have two takeaways. Um, the first one is you can't judge Vince McMahon or the company as a whole based just on the episode of Dark Side of the Ring because it doesn't give the other side of the argument. You can hear any argument from one's perspective, especially when it's as emotional and heated as this argument, um, and you're and it's going to be very compelling, but you can't just like hear one side and make a decision or determination just based on that you need both sides because for all we know i mean they mentioned that owen didn't die right away when he hit the ring how he was still he's still say even though he was pretty much gone he was still like muttering things as he went out for all we know he could have said something to the effect um again if anything anything proves me wrong then i apologize i just haven't done enough research then but we, for all we know, Owen could have said something to the effect of, you know, the show must go on, or, you know, maybe the wrestlers who are still going to be out on that card, you know, told Vince, you know, or told someone, like, listen, we want to go out because we, like, we need to get our minds off of this for at least a little bit, you know, something like that, you know, something like traumatic like that just happened. Like, it was wrong for them to leave the ring like that? Absolutely. I understand why they left the ring like that, because it's a crime team, you can't tamper with it, but they still had the wrestlers wrestle on it. So that is definitely wrong, and that should not have happened. They, they should not have kept the same ring. But you can't at all judge Vince or WWE as an aggregate just based on this episode because you don't have, you know, one of those sit-down interviews with Vince McMahon or any of the executives that were there at the time to give their reasoning as to why this stuff happened. Um, do you want me to say the second thing now? or do you want Yeah, to, go for it unpack that okay um so the next one's about owen going into the hall of fame um and in terms of the argument against putting him in the hall of fame that the family was arguing i understand where they're coming from because i mean obviously like you know they had you know their dad or their husband died at doing this thing why should he then be immortalized in the company that let this happen but i disagree with the idea and i think he should get put into the wwe hall of fame um, because I remember, if I remember correctly, the argument, at least by, um, is by his wife is that if he goes into the hall of fame, then he'll then only be remembered or solely be remembered for being a wrestler. But that's not true at all. You know, like DDP is in the hall of fame and I don't only think of him as the wrestler. I think, oh yeah, he's also like the entrepreneur who has the DDP yoga, you know, other stuff like that. Just because you go into the Hall of Fame doesn't mean that you will only be remembered and your legacy is only that of a wrestler. It, it lets his legacy, what it does, being him in the Hall of Fame lets his legacy be forever etched in the minds of wrestling. Well, I want to support I want to support your argument. Um, they put Warrior in the Hall of Fame, and I'm pretty sure that Warrior's wife is thankful that they're going to think of him as just a wrestler instead of what he did other, other than that. Right, yeah. right, right. 
like nothing he like they 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 have the Owen Hart Foundation, and that's a beautiful foundation, and all the props in the world to them for setting up that foundation. And from everything that this episode showed, it, Owen Hart looks like like a, one of the best guys in the world, you know, salt of the earth, and everything like that. But like for me personally, especially like coming into this as a younger wrestling fan, I don't I, I don't see a lot of the matches of these older guys, you know, that go into the Hall of Fame. Like I. Like, but it'll open my eyes to these things. Or, like, I wouldn't necessarily watch, you know, some old NWO matches. But then, you know, I heard, oh, NWO is going to Hall of Fame? Oh, check them out. What were they all about? It lets a younger generation of wrestling fans discover Owen Hart. And it lets an older generation of wrestling fans that watch him remember Owen Hart. And it lets his legacy grow, at least in my opinion, it lets it grow even more to where it says, listen... Not only was he this phenomenal guy, he was this phenomenal athlete, and he's being recognized in this one category where it really gave him his fame. Without wrestling, you don't know if Owen Hart is as famous as he is. They they mentioned that at his funeral, they had to like they didn't they they superseded the capacity. They had to have amplifiers and speakers so that people outside could hear. You know, even though he's the same person, without wrestling, you don't know if he touches that as many people's lives as he does. Wrestling gave him that platform in many people's lives. And I just feel, at least in my point of view, putting him in the Hall of Fame doesn't make his legacy all about wrestling, but it honors the man and it honors the wrestler that was able to touch so many lives. Wow, somebody lit a fire under Brett's game. I'm saying. Cesar, Cesar, what you got to say? I mean, uh, let me see. If I honestly think about it, you can argue, you can kind of argue both points that. Some some say he de- he deserves. He's been de- all right. Maybe he never really got over in the first attitude era because he didn't want to you know do all that dumb shit that they were talking about. But he made it work. He made it work enough to keep around to where they brought back his original character, and then he was getting over being like this super dickish hero. Like I I remember this pay per view. I watched it live. I remember watching this pay per view. And watching the Raw after. Now, granted, when I say that, the first thing that pops to mind is um, that next night on Monday Night Raw, it was supposed to be the Godfather and the Road Dog, and they got in the ring, and you could tell Godfather was all fucked up. He's really supposed to wrestle Owen Hart, and then now they're having an Owen Hart uh, tribute show, and Road Dog literally got in the ring, and they're about to tie up, and he grabbed the mic. He did his whole stick. He grabbed the mic and he said, hey, man, forget this. Let's go burn one and tell some Owen stories. And so I don't know whether that was planned or not. But if it was not, if that was a shoot, if Vince was like, yo, just go out there and do something. Because I don't think really anybody had a match. Everybody was telling the stories. But the fact that they wanted to go out there in the ring and do that. And the Godfather agreed to do that. You know, because like that's what the Blue Blazer was fighting for. I mean, I feel like, yeah, sometimes when you think about something or you say something, bad memories can come up. So if you put him in the Hall of Fame, everybody's going to think about that pay-per-view or whatever. And then, yeah, the family can be mad. I mean, he died not on their watch, on somebody else's watch. So why would they want to associate their fond memories they have? And new, like you said, Bretzky, new people finding him out, why would they want their new association with this guy in the Hall of Fame? Because he died in the ring when they want to have it to where like people who have seen him know him because he's a dope wrestler. He's one of the best king of the rings. Remember he used to walk around those two slammies all the time. 
Yeah. And they had they made him announce him like that to slam you every time he was one of the first people to yell at the announcer, like treat the announcer as another prop in the show. Well, he's king if of the black hearts, right? King yeah, of king black of black hearts. And then he would always make the announcer yell two times slam you award winning Owen Hart. And if they didn't say it, he was one of those people who used to yell it at the announcer for not getting it right or not saying it exactly right like he wanted to. So I remember all that stuff too. And I remember his great matches. Now, I don't remember that WrestleMania 10 match with Brett. That's probably awesome. I'm probably going to go back and watch that just because that's the show, though. That's bringing it back to me. Um, so, yeah, there's an argument for both sides. I agree with what you're saying. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, though? What are you going to do? To the family, they feel jaded. You know, they feel salty about it. And to the fans, they want to, you know, remember him forever. What? So, what, what age do you think Vince McMahon's going to get to fuck it mode? When he just says "fuck it" and inducts the Blue Blazer, and never it's gonna says be it's when, <laughs> it's gonna be like he's gonna be told, "Listen, Vince, you have like two months left to live," and it's gonna be like, you know what, Benoit, you know what, Owen Hart. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of already there. Like, well, I mean, Triple H is calling some of these guys who had like legit beef and hate WWE, and he got them to come back, and then Vince inducted him in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. so I don't know. It's, I think like he's, I think he's softening in a senile age. He's probably stubborn as shit, but he's softening to be like, yo, I don't need to carry this hate with me for these fuckers. <laughs> you know, let's uh, let's try to do some good in the world before I get out this bitch. So I don't know. Well, I I did take some notes uh, on my thoughts of this. Well, I was watching it and I wrote eighteen million dollar settlement. I had no idea. That's the settlement. I didn't. I didn't know much about this because you know, 1999. I was still uh, horny as fuck and not paying that much attention to to wrestling as I used to. But I had no idea it was an 18 million dollar settlement for uh, Martha. That's a lot of money for like what? Oh yeah. Years ago, that's a shit ton of money. Yeah. And what what else was funny was the press conference. When Vince McMahon was sitting there and the lady asked him a question, oh, that he goes, first of all, I, don't, first of all, I resent your off. tone. Yeah, he's like, I resent your tone. What do you mean you resent my tone? I'm asking you a question. He's like, you yeah, know, but. You know who he reminded me of when he acted like that? MJF? Trump. He hella reminded me of Trump, like being a dick like that. Yeah. That was hella funny. I was like, well, this dude's being all dramatic for no reason. Right, but he doesn't have to have this press conference. Like, you could still, as a, I guess he's thinking as a reporter, you should be professional and not be emotional. Yes, look, look, dead ass. A man has died, okay? <laughs> a man is dead and gone off the planet. That is tragic. That is fucked up. That is however you want to call it. But if you're going to try to say you're a professional and you didn't personally know him, like you really can't bring feelings into it, can you? You can't. I don't I, remember the I question. Say, oh yeah, go for it. Go this for it. Pissed me the fuck off because, like, a lot of a lot of this pissed me off. But like, especially because I, I probably because I was so removed from it because I wasn't alive then, and like, whatever it is, like whatever it is, it is. But like, before before they showed Vince's response, I I legit thought to myself, wow, that's a that's a kind of pissy way to to word that question and to ask it like from all accounts from all accounts vince and owen hart got along great and apparently oh because owen was apparently like you know the prankster everyone in the locker room loved him by all accounts vince loved him the guy just 
lost. Like, I just witnessed a man fall to his death, have him be wheeled past him on a stretcher, blue in the face. He lost one of his one of their future top stars and someone who, by all accounts, was close to them and was someone that he loved. And you're going to ask him a question like that? Like, other than taking away the, the, the fact that in reporting, you should always be professional and not have that kind of snatchy tone, that was just uncalled for. That pissed me the fuck off. And I, I that, that those are my thoughts. Also, um, the, the harness clip that was attached to him could only hold six pounds of weight. Holy shit. What a fuck up. It was a jabroni. Was it six, was it six pounds of weight? I, I think that's what it said. I don't think it was six. I thought it was more. I thought it was like sixty or something. Yeah, it was. Or, not, it wasn't six. I know. I know it wasn't enough for his weight, but I do know it was. It wasn't. It was more than six. Oh, because uh, I did. I I just watched it, and uh, it's on my DVR. I could double check that, but they because said I, that I don't it think was a... anyone could be ret- that nincompoopish to be like, oh, six pounds, that big fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was a jabroni crew that uh, sucked at their job that uh, uh, put him in the harness and had him fall like that. Um, also, Jim Cornette getting emotional was was uh, strange to see. I guess uh, he really hit home with him as well. He always used to seeing him throw F-bombs and be all pissed off all the time. It was really rare seeing him recalling this and getting emotional like D'Lo was as well. Um and then my last note, we already went over this. Martha will never allow Owen in the WWE Hall of Fame, but he's going in the APPW Hall of Fame. So take that, Martha. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. We uh, are approaching 25 minutes, so I'm going to go over a quick subject real quick. Um, we thought that Bretzky's angel was in the center bowl. Turned out to be a fake. Cesar. Who would you want to see have an OnlyFans page, and would you pay for it? I mean, the only people I really want to see is porn stars, and yeah. But you get to see them for free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not paying for somebody I know. I would probably try to blackmail them and be like, hey, girl, why are you secretly making this OnlyFans? Let your boy get an inside peek. What about you, Bretsky? Um... I Jesus, like yeah, it's, that's a very broad topic. I mean, it's not get it broad, but yeah, like I guess, <laughs> I guess, like you know, Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd probably end up paying for that. Yeah, but she's making she's making a lot, a lot of money for doing nothing, so her drink would be expensive. And then Cesar would be like, "Take screenshots and send it to the chat." <laughs> I would just say, "Take screenshots and post them online somewhere, get some money." Yeah, get your money back first, <laughs> and then post it to the or at least tell us what site you sent it to. Okay, before I get, uh, oh, my choice would be Layla. I miss her from. Uh, oh uh, wow, uh, Michelle McCool and Layla. I, Layla was my favorite. Yeah, that's that's good eating right there. <laughs> um, I'll just end it here then and restart. Uh. Because it's already twenty six minutes, and I don't want hey, it to cut off on us. Hey, before you before you end it, I would just like to um, apologize if I pissed anyone off with my controversial opinions. Um, you know, he's gonna end you know, this if, part if, out. If you don't agree with it, if you don't agree with my opinions, um, then you know it's easier to talk about it than text about it. But you know, if you don't agree with it, you know, DM me. I'll be happy to talk about it. So you know, there you go. Yeah, I'm. Um, 
This will be the most controversial after party hangover of all time. <laughs> Bringing it for 40. <laughs> well, thank you guys. We'll be right back with part two. Welcome to part two, where we're going to discuss the returning Still Real After Party, episode 119, Butt Drugs. Were you guys happy that the boys were back in town? Yeah, yeah. Anytime I get to kill a couple hours listening to two idiots talk, then one of them's not me um, about wrestling, <laughs> then, um, yeah, I'm always happy. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I I kind of forgot about it, and I got the update. I got the post notification, and I saw it was for questions, and I always got pretty excited. Yeah, Jake didn't really definitely say there was going to be one, so I saw it as well, and uh, I had to think of something on the spot. That's why I, my questions weren't very creative at all as a matter of fact my question actually weaved into the entire podcast because this was a very food centric pod where they talked about weird food combinations Bretsky, as a jew do you eat anything weird <laughs> i like the phrasing on that one. Uh... <laughs> yeah are you trying to say all jewy food is weird what kind of weird jewish grub do you snack on no I think he got a promo about this on APPW, to be honest. I think he had shit in his pantry. I did, Oh, that's yeah. right. That was my leftover Passover food that I don't eat. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like, I mean, if I had to say the weird, not, it not, it it's not Jewish, but the weirdest thing I've ever eaten is fried butter. Because hmm. um, I was, I was taking a road trip to Chicago and on the way back we passed through Columbus and the Ohio State Fair was in town. So oh, yeah. my family and I were like we're like, all right, so you know, uh we'll we'll stop by and I found a booth and they're like, Hey, we have fried butter and I'm like, Well, you know, I'm never gonna come back to Ohio because why the fuck would I go ever go back to Ohio? So I might as well and that thing fucking exploded in my mouth. It's like a hot pocket with hot liquid butter inside of it. It was good. Jeez. But like if I I'm, if I'm, I eat one more of those in my life, I will have a heart attack. I'm not uh I'm not, you know, hyping up Ohio, but uh all the crazy chicks are from Ohio. This is a fact I know. I know a lot of Ohio chicks. They are all they are all crazy, and I'm talking batshit crazy. So you know that snapper is fresh and kicking. I'm just saying. Just <laughs> saying. If, if you're not trying to get in a serious relationship, you just want to have some fun, Bretsky. Find the girls at your school that come from Ohio. <laughs> just saying, bro. Cesar's life tips. So mm-hmm. Cesar, Cesar's weird food combination is two Ohio chicks pies. I don't even know. I don't even know if you can handle that, bro. They might cut you halfway through. <laughs> you, might, you might not finish. Jeez. Do you have any uh, weird no, food? My weird, my weird food is, yeah, my weird food is just, you know, black people shit. I've tried chitlins. Oh, wait, is- wait, wait. Let me let me properly ask. Hey, Cesar, is there any weird black foods that you eat over there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, them, them, uh, I like to call them field delicacies. Oh, certain people of color made us eat for 400 years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a bunch of the tea going on there. I've, I've definitely tried a few. Uh, I am not a fan. Your boy is not a fan. I am cityfied. All right, I am not countryfied. 
Uh, I'm countryfied to a little bit, but yeah, I, I can't do it. I tried it once, and I was like, never again. Well, um, I eat like a, I eat and look like a fucking pregnant lady, so I eat uh, pickles and cheese. Yeah, I can't do it. Just pickles and cheese. I like pickles and I like cheese, but yeah, but on a sandwich. Well, if you eat them oh, separately, I... if you pair a dill pickle with sharp cheddar, mwah, chef's kiss. Jesus, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's that, that's essentially just dick cheese, though. Yes, that's right. I... I want me some dick cheese so I can fart. That's you do. Well, speaking of food, and my question was, what kind of appetizers do you order at restaurants? Is there any popular appetizer that you two are huge fans of when you order at a restaurant? Um, so mozzarella sticks. So there's this restaurant um, down here and they have like, you know, this drink that they make. People come down there. It's a tourist trap mess restaurant. And um, they make amazing cheese sticks. But back in the day when we were drunk, they, they're like, they make them handmade. So it's like a lot of cheese. We used to call them cheese dicks because they were so large. Um, <laughs> Like, like seriously, if you if Jake went down there, he would he probably wouldn't eat one. Uh, they're they're huge. <laughs> All right. Um, so we used to call them cheese dicks. We used to like, yo man, we trying to go Waterman's get some cheese dicks. Fuck yeah, bitch! I got the first round. You know that that was a typical conversation on a Friday night, <laughs> um, in the streets, as we like to say. Uh, so well, I'm a big fan of cheese sticks. Yes. If they had butter dicks, you think Bretsky would want to chomp down on one? He'd have, been, he'd have been out there too. He'd have been out there too, chomping away, <laughs> dipping them in sauce. First, first of all, that was I was a different man back then. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got back in the closet. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He got in the pantry. He got back in the pantry. I got back, back in the pantry <laughs> with the Snyder's. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> No, not until twenty one, Caesar. No, but um, I uh, first of all, I hope that those cheese cheese dicks you're talking about spurted with some cheese. But um, yes, they did. The second, yes, they did. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Not with the cheese dicks part, but uh, but just some just some good good homemade mozzarella sticks are just perfect. That and some some nice uh, marinara sauce, perfect. You know, even if you get the shittiest mozzarella stick, it's still edible. Like, the, yeah. the, you can't really fuck up a mozzarella stick. True. I will say, though, I do have a friend straight who I, I was across the hall from, from me when, uh, back on, camp, on campus. And it was so funny seeing his reaction the first time they served mozzarella sticks. Because he looked at it and he's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, you can't fry mozzarella; it would just melt. Bitch, no, bitch, you don't know. Well, welcome to America. Yeah, he saw color. He saw color for the first time when he ate that shit, didn't he? <laughs> Jesus. Well, we always learn something new about Zanka every podcast, and of course, this podcast we got some new facts. For one, Zanka reveals that he jerked it with hand sanitizer, and it hurt. What weird stuff have you guys used to jerk it? My my right hand instead of the left. <laughs> but Bresky, about it. I will I will counter that with my left hand instead of the right. All right, hand. all right, all right, all right. So so, I wrote that question on Facebook, and that was the opening discussion 
into the podcast. <laughs> now I know I we all know Zenka does not read questions first. Yeah. Say the same thing for Jake. No, Jake reads everything. Yeah, okay. That's what I was about to say. I mean, it was literally like the podcast was on. He was like, hey, drive through strip clubs. And I was like, huh, I wonder why they would be talking about my question and the opening thing. Because I literally specifically wrote it on Facebook for drive through questions, drive through strip clubs. So, all right. I figured, but just wanted to clarify well, for people. I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I have jerked it with shampoo and that was bad times. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Yeah, it was not good. Why would it be? I don't know. You know, when you're growing up, you use all kinds of different shit. Like fucking. No, baby, I don't. Baby. No, 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 man. I'm not. I'm not doing my man's like that. Baby I mean, oil. I guess it, use I guess it hand lotion. It. Use everything. Well, hand lotion is acceptable. Hand lotion is acceptable. It is skin. But do not get married to the lotion. Is a life lesson that I learned because if you can learn to dry jerk, you can jerk it anywhere. That's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. That's going on my tombstone. No, nah, good, good quote. Zanka got laid at Pamela Smart's house. Yep. Are you guys familiar with this case? Um, no. Sounds like some <laughs> white people shit. So you know, I was out. I'll tell you the cliff notes. It just said I looked it up on Wikipedia just for a little bit. It said that uh, in 1990, a 23 year old Pamela Smart. And her 15-year-old lover... Jesus Christ. Uh, and three of his friends killed her husband in his house. And apparently, Zanka has visited there and has squirted in that very house. Did, did all four get to bang Pamela? I they better have. have to imagine. I'm saying you got to bang the dudes who helped kill your husband if you wanted to... Listen, you never know. It could have just been like... Maybe the husband was into like extreme cuckolding. I don't know. Oh, right, right, right. But getting cuckolded by a fifteen-year-old, you can't take that. No man's ego can take that. Bad times at the smart house. I guess so. That wasn't very smart of him. It was very I dumb. Do, they were very I, dumb. I do know that the four boys uh, are men now. They are free, but Pamela Smart got a life sentence for what she did. Yeah, she... sounds like I'm gonna be making a conjugal visit soon, boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yo, that thing's gotta be good. I mean, you're willing to kill somebody for it? That's gotta be some fire. Well, I mean, also they were 15, so they don't really know what good pussy is. Uh, you are correct. Circle gets a square. Since Cesar is the one who put it in his questions, I'm gonna have him explain it to us. I just wrote one thing. Okay. Drive drive through strip clubs. Jake called them drive-by whackings, which, I, which uh, got a pop out of me. Cesar, would you please elaborate on this fantastical idea of drive-through strip clubs? So, a local strip joint around these pots. Uh, it was it was definitely a skit, which I think is funny. Um, I can get, I can send you guys the link afterwards if you want. Um, it's on Facebook or Instagram. So either way, I'll find it. I can send it to you. Um, so what they did was like you pull up. You pull up, like, just like a drive-thru. You pull up into the parking lot, and there are stations built around, like, platform stations, and they opened all the uh, windows into the club. And so you give the girl your money. So let's say, I think it's, like, a predetermined thing. Like, you 75 bucks, right? 75 bucks. You get, like, uh, 60 in ones. You get three, two bottles of water, um, some wings, 
and like a beer because technically you're on their property. I think you maybe get two beers or two drinks or something like that because you're on their property. And then you basically just drive. They, they designed a path for you to follow and you basically just drive around. So the girls are just shaking it. You know, they're shit. You pretty much just let off the gas, touch the brake slightly. The girls are just shaking it. And they're close enough to the car so you can throw the money at them and they can still get it. Um, the part about the, I think the hashtag I wrote about, uh, they'll jerk it with sanitizer. Like they'll jump in the backseat. That was just like a joke. They're not getting in your car. Cause you know, it's Rona times. I mean, yeah. they, might, they might, if you pay them, who knows? Um, but you basically just, you follow the obstacle course of the girls just shaking it. And by the end, you know, you, uh, there's a t- couple trash cans. You throw the, you throw the food away, throw the water bottles away, the napkins in case you were jerking it in the car, you're out of money. So you just go home. It takes about 20 minutes. That's what they said. A good 20, 30 minutes. And then, you know, you're good to go. You said this was a skit, right? Well, I mean, it, it is definitely a skit. They knew everybody who was up there. They just made it look like there was a bunch of cars, but they did have all the girls dancing in like lingerie because they put it on Facebook. I mean, you know, you can't have like naked ass titties on the street on Facebook. I was, I was gonna say we all have our vices. Yeah, but if you're that addicted to strip clubs, <laughs> yeah, you gotta fucking pull around the corner, uh, or drive through strip club. We yeah, need. You need some help. We we got to get your friends together. Get an intervention. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, you should have a phone with battery. You can look up anything on the internet. But yeah, if you got to see a live action like that, I mean, hey. Yeah, you, you know to... what a man's got to do. What a man's got to do. I'm just saying, the heart wants what the heart wants. Bretsky, if uh, if uh, this Corona shit never goes away. And your buddies, you, like you're about to get married, and your buddies are like bachelor party, bro. And they pull up to this drive-through strip club in the van. Are you gonna be having a good time, or are you gonna be like, dude, let's just go home in a fucking van? We're gonna pull up to a fucking like dancers are us in a white tinted window van. <laughs> no, no. That's how we get that. That's how we get them to come into the car with us. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> no, but. I mean, you know, I if it's like for a bachelor party, it's like a, it's a memorable bachelor party. It's like twenty years down the line, it's like, hey, remember that time we went to a drive-through strip club the night before you got married? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's like I, I mean, I, for for the just because it's funny and also it is still some kind of form of action. I mean, I I wouldn't say no, but like it wouldn't be like my first choice of things to do when I wake up. <laughs> well, I have I have one more question for you two. What would you rather pay $10 for? A titty or a hamburger? Oh. I mean, a $10. Is it like one, is it one titty or is it both? One titty. One titty? But like this has got to be like a thick burger though, right? It's a ten dollar hamburger. I'm already picking hamburger. I don't give a fuck what you guys say. <laughs> like a ten dollar hamburger has to be a really good hamburger. Oh yeah, hell yeah with the fries. Like and I'm not, I'm not giving ten dollars to McDonald's for like uh, a Big Mac. Like I'm yeah, no wait, hold on. You can't say fries and drink included because now you're just talking like Chick Fil A prices. Not to say Chick Fil A isn't good, but I thought you meant like the hamburger a la carte is like nine ninety nine. Yeah, well, if it's gonna be nine ninety nine hamburger, it's gotta be from like a really. good That's restaurant. what I'm thinking. A really good hamburger. 
Yeah, I'm getting that fucking hamburger. You can spend ten dollars at McDonald's getting a Big Mac supersize combo. Let me try to swerve this. Let me try to swerve this. Then what Isaiah if you get to, What if you get to squeeze the titty and flick the nipple once? I'm still getting the hamburger. <laughs> yeah, if it's a nine, look, if it's a nine ninety nine hamburger, I'm still getting the hamburger. What if the girl whips her titty out and serves you the burger for twenty dollars? Well, then, yeah, that's the best of both worlds. Of course you want both. (laughs) I mean, I'd rather there be a little bit of a discount. That's pretty steep, but, like, you know. I love their hypothetical questions on on this this podcast. It's steep for a pity, but I I would want that hamburger for for $10. If it's just a hamburger, I'd want the hamburger for $10. But, like, uh, you're also forgetting it's one tit. It's not two. Yeah, it's not the pair. They also had another <laughs> hypothetical question that was very confusing to me. Zanka, of course, with his randomness, said, would you rather make out a dude or suck a dude's cock? And they both pick suck a dude's cock because they don't want stubble in their face. But there would be pubes, what though. What the fuck were they well, smoking? Yeah, not necessarily. If they're, well, that's, you could say that for both sides, though. They could be clean shaven. Yeah. He, they said it's way more personal swap and spit than having a dude's dick in your mouth with their balls hitting your chin and whatever's coming out well, of the they dick. Said, they said, That's well, what they, said, they said nothing about finishing. They That's said, true. They said nothing about finishing. I didn't say nothing about you finishing. Just said, I'm just saying just in dude, general. You just said dude leaking out of it, leaking into your mouth. You did not well, say of that. Of course, when you're getting your dick sucked, pre cum comes out. Sees, oh, oh come on now. God damn it, Rangria. You didn't first. You didn't say for how long. <laughs> how about uh, three sucks? <laughs> three sucks. <laughs> so, you, so you can literally go. You can literally go pop, 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 and that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm still picking making out. There's no way a dick. There's no you, uh, sucking dick isn't a part time gig. You suck a dick, you gay. <laughs> you make out with a dude, you gay. Yeah. Uh, it looks better on the resume than sucking dick. I'm not putting any of that shit on my resume. I'm not yeah. doing a large job. That's why it's a hypothetical question. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Lars a call. See what he thinks. Oh, man. Poor Lars. Is he under contract still? Ah, yeah, who knows? Is. Who knows at this point? A-E-Dub. Like A-E-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out in the A and W shirt. No, no, it's it's you know he's going to NWA. He's gonna it's gonna be uh, Lars versus Scott Steiner. Nice, nice. Oh, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Betty White and the Golden Girls show? I mean, it's it's Golden Girls. It's a classic, I guess. Was it one of your favorites? Did you watch it back in the day? Do you still watch it? I don't still watch it. I haven't watched Golden Girls in years, in decades. Bretzky, this was before your time, but they do have Nick at night, I think. Uh, have you caught up on some Golden Girls? I watched back with, no, I have no fucking clue. I mean, I've heard of Golden Girls, um, and I've heard of Betty White, and Betty White is, Oldest. I don't give a shit what Ronda Rousey says, Betty White is the baddest woman on the planet. On planet so, yeah. any, anything that has Betty White in it gets my respect. This is the second Golden Girls conversation I've been in today. Holy shit. And they're, they're literally almost 12 hours apart. Damn. What do you think? What, was... what do you think the odds are that there's a porn version of it called Golden Shower? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, there's definitely. Gotta be. There's, gotta there's be. definitely. There's at least six. Yeah. Zanka's in it. <laughs> R. Kelly's in one of them. He's the black guy that comes. Oh, there is. 
Oh, no, he's no. in. He, no, he's in the first one, and then he starts off in the second yeah, one. And yeah. He gets arrested halfway through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I was a fat couch potato kid back in the day. I I caught the Golden Girls every now and then, but I mainly watched like fucking Salute Your Shorts, Wild and Crazy Kids, nice. and remember remember Small Wonder, that little fucking girl that was a robot. That's a fucking terrible name. Man. Yeah. It's it was it was all terrible, man. We didn't have that many choices as we do now. Small wonder. But, facts. That's, oh yeah, that's, it was that's it was big it was pretty ridiculous. Band's first song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Zanka also gave Gavidi Adadad a shout out because he didn't know what it meant or what it actually how it was yeah. pronounced. He thought it was sexy, like Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that, Brett? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that I messaged him because, like, we talked to Mangria about, like, uh, about whatever it was, and I messaged him about it. And all he replied with was a gif of a white dude saying, No habla es nice. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, that's our Zanka. I mean, you know, it's Zanka. I can't say mad. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So, you say gif instead of gif? Yeah. I okay. GIF. I, I thought it was gif. This this is an age old Instagram question. Uh, we would need a whole not even Instagram. This is an age old internet question. We would probably need this is a chicken in the egg. This would this would be a whole just talking about words that sound like you know what? How did how do you say? Could you say data or data? Data, data. <laughs> see, see, that's what I'm saying. The world world always turns. This is more controversial than the Owen Hart. This is this is very. <laughs> we could probably spend hours debating this because I've seen I see those tweets where it's like. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know much, but I know if you say, and you, you can hear it in your head, even though it's just written down. It was like, if you say, like, data over data, you're the fucking problem and you need to die. But then other people probably reading it, if you say data over data, yeah. <laughs> like, you're the fucking problem and you need to die. So everyone is dies. The, is the dress blue or gold? I'm just saying, oh, fuck that. do you dip your fries or do you pour the ketchup <laughs> over top of them? I'm just saying. Oh, don't you dare say you pour the ketchup over top. You dip. It depends on my mood. It literally depends on my mood. I've done both. The only time How you dare pour you anything over are. fries is when you're getting poutine. That's the only time you put anything on top of fries. No, sometimes you got to put ketchup on top of the fries. Oh, no. Sometimes oh, you... that's it. I'm, re- I'm resurrecting all <laughs> You ain't got no powers. You ain't Undertaker. Resurrect Benoit. What are you talking about? Why would yeah. you go? Okay, Benoit first. Well, no, no. Technically, Eddie first, then Benoit, because we have to keep Benoit in check. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, cause yeah, cause he could go for Cesar, then like with no Eddie, he just goes after everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, since since we're coming up on minute twenty five, I do want to give Cesar props. The hashtag champion always and forever with the hashtag bullet holes and glory holes is all a play of nose. That got a pop out of me, man. Thank you for that. Oh uh, no problem. Yeah, I was, Jake was talking about that house with bully holes in it, and then I think Zanka literally followed it with, or Bretsky might have followed it. Like, did you try to put your dick in them? <laughs> and he was like, they were too small. <laughs> um. All righty, guys. That's the end of part two. We will be back with part three. <laughs>